it doesn't happen overnight. People who put in the work and make huge changes in their lives, like really do the work, know that this doesn't happen overnight. Financially, I don't have it all. I make well below six figures. The money I make from TikTok is minuscule. My business is a six-figure business that I make a commission off of. No, it's not smart to disclose my income, but I just want others to know the reality of starting from scratch. You may look at my social media and think, just because I portray myself a certain way that, you know, I'm making big bucks and it's just not true. Um, you know, when you want to go out on a limb and start something, do you know the way to market yourself like a millionaire when you are actually losing profit on paper? And can you maintain your confidence for several years of seeing your income be next to nothing on your tax returns? Because majority of the time, that is the reality. And yes, I read... I write my episodes before I um, do them because I want to keep my train of thought, you know, um, on track. So if you hear pages turning, it's just my notebook that, you know, I basically write a journal entry and then read it. (laughs) And I would compare it to even if you know, you're watching the news, they're reading from a script on a screen. So it's basically the same concept, except I'm using a composition notebook. So starting from scratch really is more of a spiritual journey than a money-making endeavor in my experience, mainly probably because I want to maintain my integrity and honest character. So I'm very intentional and slow moving with every move I make as I've stated in my previous episode. And by the way, I know a lot of my episodes may be repeating some of the same things and maybe a little redundant, but I'm adding thoughts and extra information to some topics I've previously mentioned that I didn't go into depth about. Um, I feel like I say stuff sometimes and then people are like, what do you mean? So I... I always try to um, reiterate and explain what I mean. And that may just me, that may be the overthinker in me. I'm a very huge overthinker. Um, What has helped me most, though, is taking my time and not allowing any stressors to take over. Like, I don't allow bills or money owed to just completely consume my thoughts because bills are going to be there regardless. Um, That's just life. And if you start from scratch from home, housework and actual work can sometimes run together and it can be overwhelming. Um, Some days I feel like I have it all together and everything is clean and organized Then there are days like today when I have to play catch up with laundry and I have unlimited piles of dirty clothes and then a huge pile of clean clothes to be folded on my couch. And that's where I'm at today. Um, Laundry is like something I can never find myself in a 
smooth routine of. So when I feel like I'm caught up, then I get behind like right after I feel like I just got caught up. It's, it's weird. So anyways, I'm obviously not a financial guru, but I do find ways to save money and I study on different methods. And for the most part, I wing it. Um, if there is one thing I can recommend to the younger generation, and it's not just because I sell life insurance, but it would be to get a whole life policy because these build cash value over time and they are very beneficial for making passive income. Um, even a term policy with the return of premium endorsed will build cash value to be returned back to you at the end of the policy period. Um, there's a lot of ways that people use life insurance for a way of having extra money instead of only for the benefit of, um, funeral costs and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I would recommend that everyone have a financial advisor, especially if you have big financial goals. I decided to work with a financial advisor in 2019 when I lost my job and needed to roll over my 401k. At that time, I also started a Roth account and um, I make monthly deposits into that. And having a Roth IRA is beneficial to save up money, but it's important to remember that it's like buying stock. So the amount fluctuates with the market you are in. Um, I'm no financial advisor, so I won't even try to go into the detail of what it does. I just know it's a way to save money, so that's why I have one. And I like to have different um, accounts also for money. Like, I have a specific account for my child support. I have a specific account for my business. And then I have a specific account for um, just the premiums that people pay for my business. So, um, and then I just have my own personal account. So my personal account stays very low because I don't, right now I don't make any deposits into like savings or anything. I've, I've put all my money in like stock IRA, um, whatnot, what have you. So, and bills. So another way that I use money to make money is Robinhood. Robinhood is not paying me to mention them, by the way, but it's an app for the stock market. And it's very simple and easy to use, in my opinion, because some, some of the programs uh, can be very confusing to look at um, and overwhelming. When I tried to use other things. I can't remember what program it was that I tried to use, but it was just a lot for me. Uh, Robin Hood's very cut and dry. And um, what I do is, you know, most of the time I just do it during tax season when I'm getting a return. Um, I will research what stocks are expected to be the best for the time period I choose to invest in and read between the different choices before I make my decision. That's literally all I do. Um, I'm no rich guru of the stock market or anything yet, 
but these are just ways that I've learned to save money while also making money. Um, and of course, life isn't about money, of course. My world definitely doesn't revolve around it, but it does play a huge part in making it out there. Um, and, you know, being a single mom, I have to find ways to have money for a rainy day. And I do have the blessing of having help from my parents. Um, so not everyone has that. But, you know, if you do have that as a single mother, um, and even if you don't, you can still find ways to save money, you know, even if it's just a little bit. Um, I just think it's always important to have extra money to use for emer emergencies um, because anything can happen at any time where you just need money. Um, you know, like your floors getting ruined from a leak or having to replace your air conditioning unit or anything, like literally anything can happen. Um, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey is definitely a book I would recommend to anyone who is wanting to get serious about their debt and finances. This book helped me get rid of all of my credit card debt while also saving. So next will be those dreaded student loans. I don't know if I'm ever going to get those paid off because the interest is just so freaking high on student loans these days. Um, and I have a lot of them because I did go to school, but I didn't get to finish because, you know, I had interruptions with court costs and court fees. And, you know, I would love to go to law school and be a lawyer so I could actually do what I feel that I'm made to do, which is debate and argue and fight for justice. Um, I would love to be a lawyer, but, you know, life doesn't always turn the way you want it to, and you have to make do with what you get. So, I'm an insurance agent, and I do this podcast, and then I also do TikToks. So, I'm just kind of, you know... This podcast isn't making me money. I'm just doing it. Um, I make very little on TikTok. Like, I would say, let's see, $20 a video for one ad. Um, that's pretty much what I make. But, um, and it's not always $20. It depends on the, the brand that I'm advertising and it depends on how many views I get. So, um, I'm still learning how to work the internet because I have an Amazon influencer, um, page. I have a Benable page and I can make money off of both of those, but I'm not really sure how, because I get commission if anybody buys anything from those pages. Um, I've just got to, I think there's like a training that I can watch. So that's probably what I'll do when I finish this episode. Um, life is all about continuing your education. I can't say that enough. Like I cannot be around someone that thinks they know everything. Like 
that's probably one of my hugest pet peeves because I am someone that feels like if I say something, I've done my research and I've, you know, actually thought about it before I said it. So when I say something or if I'm arguing with you about something, I know what I'm talking about. Like, I'm not just saying it from a a place of opinion. Like, I'm stating it from a place of factual information. So that's why I look at arguments as very logical debates. Like, I do not put my emotions in any kind of argument because I'm not attached to anything enough to actually get mad or angry during an argument. And I think that's what makes a lot of people angry with me because they place their opinions with their identities sometimes. And if I say something that's different than what they believe, then they think I'm attacking them personally. And no, I just have a different opinion than you. And my opinion is not attached to what I am because I have an open mind. So I'm willing to see what your thoughts are, what your opinions are, and maybe I might change my opinion if you can give me a good enough reason why I should. But majority of the time, if you get angry with me and you get offended from me having a different opinion than you and you just make it a huge name-calling argument, you're not going to change my mind about what I think because you're just proving to me that clearly you are just wanting to talk you're not wanting to listen um so that's how I look at it whenever I'm in a debate with anyone because when you start name calling or whatever um that's when my you know my exit cue is in and I'm just gonna be like okay well you have a good one I'm done with the conversation so anyways Another book I would recommend for any woman who wants to start a business but feels clueless about what her first moves should be would be The Girl's Guide to Starting Your Own Business by Caitlin Friedman and Kimberly Yono. I could go on and on with business talk. So I'm going to wrap it up here. So um, come back next time to learn how to make an appealing resume and a business plan. Um, majority of these episodes are mostly for people that are younger than me, I think, because, um, a lot of the people that are listening to this probably are older and they don't need this advice or this information. This is just for, you know, younger people that might have to change their track, like, if you lose a job or if you have a bunch of stuff that comes up out of nowhere, you know, life gets crazy sometimes and you just have to kind of improvise your steps and kind of, I hate this saying, but fake it till you make it. Like, you basically have to do that in any career you choose. Um, that's the bottom line. So... Anyways, I'll see y'all next time.